Welcome to the Lost and Known Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 60. And as any yeah. of our uh, listeners know, um, every five episodes we do an interview. That's right. Um, this week is the same as any other of those past ones, so uh, be prepared for a fun little interview in a little bit. But to purposely bury the lead, we're going to do our ad roll first, and then we're going to jump right into that. So... Take a moment with us here as we uh, talk about Audible, audibletrial.com how many slash books, how lost. How many books they got now? Seven. They so got two so more, I think, sweet. than last week. Okay, sweet. They have seven um, books. You can go to audibletrial.com slash lost, and you can pick from any of their seven books, and you get one of them free on us for showing up to their site using that link in particular. Uh, you also get a free month of Audible on them, and it's... Uh, it's a no-hassle kind of thing. You know, at any moment, you can just stop using it, and nothing happens. It won't yep. charge your bank account. You won't lose any money, but you get to keep that free audiobook, and you get to keep using the app, which is handily available on uh, Android, iPhone. Um, Commodore phone. Uh, that's it, I think, actually. I, I don't think burner phones they, have they, it. They, they do have a um, uh, the, the Commodore phone version of it with a floppy disk. Oh, uh, okay. We, I've we, seen those. We teased the uh, Commodore phone in one of the past shows. To let people know what's coming down the pike, and uh, hopefully it's coming out pretty soon. Yes, but go to audibletrial.com slash lost, and uh, if you go there and you get all those freebies, you're getting them on us and on Audible, and you're helping our show, because it does kick us back a few bucks without you even knowing it or without you even spe- spending a penny. So, uh, without further ado, let's move on. Um, we have an interview, and it is related to an event coming up on the 25th of April, very right. close to now, and yep. that is Chase. I know we're Con. getting close. It felt like so long ago, ages ago, when we actually first got invited. It really was a long time ago when we got invited to and this now event. Now we're like, shit, we've got to like order shirts, and we got to do all this. You know, we got a banner coming up and all that kind yep. of stuff. Yeah, we're getting prepared. If you go to ChaseCon, which is in uh, upstate New York at Saratoga Springs, you will be able to talk to us live. We'll be podcasting live. We'll be doing live interviews, uh, a few other little weird sticky bits and stuff. That's what I'm going to call it. We're going to have a sticky banner bits. that just says sticky bits. Sticky bits. And um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and you'll be able to see uh, Kit from Knight Rider. Uh, the Blue Power Ranger is going to be there. Uh, you know what? I'm never going to do this justice because it really is a cool event. Let's just uh, let's roll the ad. You looking for a fun place to be this spring? Look for ChaseCon Expo at the Saratoga City Center, 522 Broadway in Saratoga Springs, New York, on April 25th, 2015, with a pre-party the night of the 24th at Bailey's Cafe. Guest stars include voice actress Erica Schroeder, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, and Blake Foster from Power Rangers. Cosplay guest stars include Catherine Zahn, Miggy Jagger, Jennifer Rose, and more. Come get your picture taken with Kit from Knight Rider, exclusively at Chase Con Expo. Artists and vendors of all kinds, a cosplay contest, panels, gaming, events, and podcasts all day long. Tickets starting at $7 and up online and $10 at the door on the day of the con. Visit ChaseCon.org for more info. Chase Con Expo, the only way to chase a con is the Chase Con way. Awesome, and as you heard in that ad, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake is going to be there, and he is actually... The person we got a chance to sit down and uh, talk to, um, uh, I don't know, probably a few weeks ago now. We, we did it a little while ago to kind of work out schedules and stuff. But uh, Brutus, if you're not familiar already, is a wrestling legend, tag team champion. He's done some TV spots outside of the ring as well. He wrestled in the WWE uh, in the 1980s and the 90s, uh, back when it was actually still the WWF. And uh, before they got sued, I think, by the World Wildlife uh, Fund. And... Um, 
He moved to other wrestling federations after that, including the WCW, which is another big one. Um, he's going to be appearing at ChaseCon uh, to meet fans, to taking autographs, and uh, or taking autographs, uh, <laughs> signing autographs, taking pictures. There that would go. be incredible <laughs> if he literally was like, write your own name, and then he snatches it from you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. He'd be like, you buy a headshot or something yeah. from him, and, and then, then he, and takes then he it back. And then makes you sign it, and then takes it back. <laughs> And then you find you find Bruce and Barbara Beefcake's uh, headshot with your autograph on it all over eBay. <laughs> I think that might be the coolest thing anybody could do. But he's actually going to be signing autographs and taking pictures with people. And uh, rumor has it he'll actually be appearing with his signature shears from his wrestling days when he uh, portrayed Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Um, so uh, without further ado, uh, let's welcome uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake to the Lost Home Podcast. Welcome, Brutus. Thanks a lot, man. It's great to be here. We're uh, we're gonna get into some uh, Chase Con specifics, but uh, first I just wanted to touch base on some general wrestling topics. Um, one of the things I, I grew up uh, watching you watching WWE or WWF at the time I was watching it, and uh, all the classic wrestling. And um, I've had some questions probably on my mind since I was a, a kid, so I'm gonna get a couple of those out of the way for myself. Um, uh, first, I'm cu- uh, curious, like what type of atmosphere there is uh, in the world of professional wrestling if there's a uh, like a level of camaraderie between you and the other wrestle, wrestlers like you hear about happening for like TV shows and movies? Um, <laughs> it's been a, I think it's been a quite a while since any of that was happening in the dressing rooms around there. Uh, there was a certain amount uh, of those things happening, a little bit of definitely guys watching each other's backs and, and uh, you know, a lot of us going to the gym, working out and traveling all, you know, together in groups and, and uh, staying in a lot of the same hotels and, and, uh, you know, getting together afterwards and, and, you know, dinner and just doing things, going to the gym, whatever. I think most of the guys, everybody just kind of sticks to themselves these days and doesn't, doesn't really do that, you know, like we used to, but I mean, that was, that was in the early '80s and stuff, so it's been a while. That's that's a pretty long time yeah. ago. And actually, that uh, brings me to I'm curious about your involvement in uh, a, I guess a, a documentary that looks like it kind of touches on some of that topic. Is um, looks like there's a documentary come up called Behind the Ropes um, that's due out later this year. Do you have any uh, word on your involvement in that? Anything to say about that? Um, yeah, that's, that's curious. It was, to my knowledge, it wasn't coming out. I've never signed off on it or been paid for it. So, okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's, that, that sounds really uh, interesting to me. Uh, cause this uh, is according well, to the, the internet. So I, this is, this is Google and, yeah. uh, and, uh, IMDB, <laughs> which said it is. So perhaps it's not, it sounded like a really, uh, interesting, um, project anyway. Yeah. It's been an ongoing thing for several years they got, a lot of stuff, and you know, I, I guess I gotta better make some phone calls and get up to speed on what's going on and why I haven't been paid yet. <laughs> well, well, hopefully, well, if people uh, hear this and they want to see it, uh, and it's you know, there's any pressure anybody wants to put out there, uh, maybe it'll come out and you'll get a paycheck, hopefully. So, um, you, uh, well, really, I- uh, yeah, and I, actually going back to, you know, once again, the fraternity side of things in, in wrestling. Now, you teamed up with uh, your good friend and one of the greatest, if if not, you know, absolutely top tier uh, uh, wrestlers of all time, Hulk Hogan, um, for some tag team matches. Uh, but you also wrestled against him on occasion, too. And I'm, I'm sure you wrestled with uh, and against other friends in the industry you had 
is it more fun to team up with your friends to pummel other people or is it more fun to actually wrestle against your friends and pummel them? Uh, well, it was that uh, for me, it was both uh, and for, for some, uh, Hogan was uh, easy to, uh, wrestle against. I mean, it was just, it was a night off always. Um, you know, you didn't have to try and the whole place is standing on the feet for the whole match. Um, you know, and then wrestling as a tag team, uh, yeah, we, and we had some, you know, some big pay-per-views with Zeus and Macho Man and WrestleMania and, and stuff, big, big, big matches. Uh, and uh, even with, with, with guys who weren't even wrestlers in the match, you know, the one with Zeus, we had two matches with him. And, and so, I mean, that, that, that's a, always a, a real uh, challenging thing. Uh, experience to pull off something like that. These you know, these people there's no do over. There's just something something goes wrong. Uh, it goes really wrong. Right. Uh, you know, we we were able to pull it off hundred percent, hundred over a hundred. And um, you know, like uh, when I was tag team with Greg Valentine for many years and uh, I always loved being a tag team with Greg and, and uh but I didn't really like uh, wrestling him that much. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I would much rather be uh, be his partner and watch him pounding on people, and then be, me be the one in there and have him trying to pound on me. Right. Right? Hit me enough times uh, those goofy chops and shit hit me right in the throat and sort of <laughs> kick me and fucking you know, you know, really knock your wind out or kicking the nuts or something stupid, you know, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I was like, yeah, okay, I'm all set with wrestling Greg. Okay. Uh, you know, Hunk, man, all that was, was really good, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> now, uh, you know, going back to, to Hogan here, now, be honest here, uh, who do you think would win in a match today between you and, and Hulk Hogan, and is, is there any way we can expect to see that again someday? Uh, <laughs> I don't see how he can wrestle a match. He better than the hospital when he had the last, you know, five back surgeries. I don't know, whatever it was. Right. He had he had batteries and, and uh, the satellite battery and this whole thing inserted into his back. I'm not sure if he even had took it out yet. But uh, I know he's got two replaced hips and David Buster's knees are, are done. And, you know, so, uh, you know, I just went to uh, – I, I annihilate him. I, mean, I was just about to say, so it sounds like you would win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a match. I'm talking about a real match. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that being the professional that he is and the professional I am, that we could go out there and uh, have a match. People probably wouldn't even know. Well, it's, I mean, it would be awesome to see it at the same time. I guess, you know, you don't want to necessarily put your, your buddy through that much pain, but uh, it would be, it would be interesting. That's for sure. Um, and actually, is there anyone from back in the day uh, that you wish you could have wrestled but never got the chance to? Mm, nah, I believe I wrestled a lot of guys, man. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the best, you know, Rick Martel and, and uh, you know, Kurt Henning and some guys, some of the guys like that, they were just really, uh, real good, just professionals and, and just real easy going and, and just, just fun to have, uh, you know, you can, you can be confident that these guys aren't going to make mistakes that are going to put your body in jeopardy and you're going to be able to, uh, you know, and you have a great match and the people are going to go crazy and, and, and that's, you know, you're out there to entertain the, the, the people and, and do a job and that's, 
the main thing is getting the job done as best as it can be done, and um, with the least amount of you know pain on your and suffering on your own body. And so you know, right. And uh, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure regardless, there's a little bit of suffering because it doesn't seem like uh, as I mean. I can definitely see where having somebody who knows exactly what they're doing is pretty smooth and a high-level professional could really just about save your life by, uh, you know, when you guys got each other's back, even though technically you're wrestling each other out there. Um, no, I had a, a, I had a number of wrestling action figures as a kid, including yours, and uh, I'm just wondering if you remember what it was like to first see yourself uh, as an action figure, how you felt about that. Well, yeah, I had my one of the first run of the ones they did, man. Uh, LG in 1984, five, four, I guess. You know, it was great. I I, uh, I loved it. I got to do a commercial for it, and I actually got uh, got myself in the Screen Actors Guild uh, for doing that, which oh, no came handy later. Yeah, but I've been a member on and off for for you know, the past uh, well, since eighty whatever four. So I mean that's what, 30, 31 years? Yeah. Um, I've been in SAC and AFTRA. I've done television, uh, you know, uh, 22 episodes of Hogan's uh, Superboat show there with uh, Carol Alton and uh, Chris Lemon. And, and uh, you know, Sting was in it. A bunch of the wrestlers were there. All kind of people were in it. Terry Funk. And I, I, I also saw, like, a random uh, <laughs> appearance more recently um, that I didn't expect to see it was uh, very short, but it was on the Eric Andre show on, uh, I think it was uh, either Adult Swim or Comedy. I think Adult, Adult Swim. Swim, yeah. 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 Um, where I believe you just uh, body slammed Eric Andre or a stunt double through a desk real quick with the uh, Iron Cheeks uh, kind of screaming and telling. Oh, well, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah. I did that about a year or something ago. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I that was great. Yeah. California and did a, 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 a roast, roasted Iron Cheek at the comedy club out there on whatever, to Sunset Boulevard, and we had, they said we had uh, the, the biggest crowds since the last time Robin Williams or something was there, oh, you know, wow. said so many years ago, years and years before, which was pretty cool, you know, with some, uh, some wrestlers in there, and, and uh, that roast thing was kind of different. I didn't really have much preparation, but I, I managed to survive. <laughs> They were more interested in most of me than they were the Sheik, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it always happens, right? Never, but no, everybody's fair game in those. It doesn't matter how big you are. So somebody's yeah. got to pick on oh, you. Yeah. Hey, um, as we uh, noted at the beginning of this, uh, you will be appearing uh, April 25th at ChaseCon. Uh, do you have any details as to what to expect from uh, your appearance at ChaseCon? Like, will you be traveling with your signature shears? Oh, absolutely. Uh, shears, but that's a multiple, that's a couple days uh Two-day deal. I'm pretty sure we're doing um, we're doing a couple days up there. And no, yeah, I absolutely have have the shears. I'll be I'll be uh, strutting and cutting all over the place, you know, right. and meeting with the fans and doing photo ops and and, and having a good time. I I, I want to have some fun while I'm there. I'm not just about uh, just sitting there signing autographs as fast as I can. I, I I like to meet the people and talk to the people and. Find out what uh, what's what they're, what they're talking about in the wrestling world. Yeah, I'll definitely be swinging by to, to chat you up a little bit. And one of my uh, coworkers made me promise today that I would uh, get an autograph from you for him when we uh, when we see each other up there. So yeah, I got to get, <laughs> get one for my brother too. He doesn't even know I'm meeting you yet. He's going to be pretty psyched. We used to uh, against uh, our better judgment, you know, perform uh, uh, our own wrestling on on the bed after watching you know WrestleManias and stuff like that. So uh, 
we were big <laughs> fans growing up. Uh, we got a couple a couple head bumps here and there from, uh, you know, the the mattress having a little more give than a ring, I guess, and bouncing <laughs> off onto the floor here or there. But uh, it was all in good fun. We're both still uh, intact. Um, so I'm looking for. I'm going to stop by and, and say howdy. That's for sure. Hey, um, along the along the idea of uh, conventions, um, are there any major differences you see between going to say like the Comic Con scene as opposed to going to uh, straight up wrestling conventions? It's a little difficult to understand what you're saying. I uh, you just asked about the difference between these Comic Cons and fan conventions. Yeah, like wrestling fan conventions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. The wrestling fan conventions, um, I, you always make more money because it's just the straight up wrestling fans. And then, you know, and there's, you know, I've been around a long time, so everybody knows me. Um, these Comic Cons, I mean, you're, you're, you're competing uh, a lot of times with, and sometimes it's William Shatner. I mean, Leonard Nimoy, he just passed, God rest his soul. I was a Trekkie. I loved it when I was a kid. And uh, I've been on the same card with uh, Leonard Nimoy, and, and you, I mean, you pretty much name it, Batman, Robin, uh, Val Kilmer, you know, just crazy people. And, um, you know, we always hold our own, do Ice Tea and, and 50 Cent, all these guys, sometimes at least some of these things we go to, these big ones, um, they're plugging movies or shows or different things, and, and uh, so... You know, you definitely got some competition there, and uh, but the people love wrestling, and they love you know they love the wrestlers, so they they always come out to see us wherever it is. That's always have people walking up, and, and and a lot of people lately have really, really come up to me. said, Bruce, we we came here all the way from so and so just to see you, uh, and I'm I was you know flabbergasted. I'm like, wow! And, but a bunch of people said that. I said, you know, that's. That's pretty good. The guy hasn't been on WWE for whatever it is, 25 years, and still people are saying that. So now that the WWE channel thing is going at 24-7 deal, they're showing all my old matches. So really, they've done me a hell of a favor. They, what's old is new again. The people, everybody's watching my matches and going, wow, 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 what great match, what great matches. Uh, you know, a lot of was like that, you know, now, but it's, it's, it's just so, it's so different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I remember seeing plenty of those, and there were I mean, there were definitely some uh, amazing matches I remember as a kid. And so you gotta have a little a bit a little bit of both. You've got the the geeks like me who are looking back and kind of holding on to that nostalgia and and remember you know watching it with my brothers, a you know bonding thing and hanging out like that. And then you do have these new people actually getting uh, that probably you know even five years ago couldn't necessarily you know or ten years ago before internet and the and the wrestling channel and things like that couldn't necessarily even access. Or wouldn't think to necessarily access all these classics, so it's nice to see people getting uh, getting schooled on the classics anyway. Oh yeah, and I think I, I'm not sure because I really haven't watched the channel. A lot of people I know have, and uh, I think they, they do show some of the some of the interviews and the stuff we used to do with me and Gene. I think, and you know, plus before leading up to these matches, and uh, you know, I mean, it's something that. It's a lost art now. No, they. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you because you pretty much had a whole. You got had a whole segment uh, that where you were interviewing people um, at one point there, right? <laughs> well, I had the bar, barber, the barber shop. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, segment uh, uh, not unlike uh, Roddy Piper and Piper's Pit. Yeah, and um, the barber shop was uh, a huge success. I guess it was um, really good. I don't know what they. Anything that's really good, they always want to destroy it. So 
they had to destroy the, the barbershop. Oh, <laughs> the well. <WrestleMania> had <laughs> yeah. Eight or something, I guess, before that or whatever. But uh, whatever. Um, it's all good, you know. And uh, the, the people don't forget, you know. If it's good, it's good. You can't take that away from me. No, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's it, good. It timeless, you know. The barbershops were great. I did one with Andre the Giant. I, so many people told me that it's the best interview they've ever seen him do because he didn't like doing interviews. Yeah, I period. The if you could get him to say a few words sometimes. You know, the announcers would talk and they try to ask him questions and he, he, he just didn't, he didn't like interviews. Yeah, well, I just, so, I just looked yeah. that one up actually because I was reading about the, the, the barbershop and you um, actually specifically talking about that one and and it, yeah, it's interesting to actually see him kind of excited about doing an interview. It was uh, kind of unexpected. Usually, he was just—you could see—he just couldn't wait to get. He just wanted to do what he did best, which is get down in the ring and throw some people around or get run into. And uh, so it was nice to see him actually uh, talk a little bit. Um, now, now Andre—he was a—he was a big fella. But I'm wondering uh, uh, how how much can you bench? I, 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 very few have put Andre over the head, but I'm just wondering what your uh, what your numbers are. No, not anymore, man. Um, back in, back in the day, I was close to five hundred. Oh, but um, you know, I've slammed guys. I slammed Paul Wright, big show. I, you know, I helped break oh, him in. Yeah, I helped. Was one of the first guys really in the ring with him down here in Florida. Hogan was standing there amongst other people, and um, you know, first thing he said was slam on Brutus. <laughs> so I, you know, five hundred pounder, boom, picked him right up. And this was not that many years ago. That's right, uh, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was, I mean, he was oh. seven and a half feet tall, just about something like that. And seven uh, feet. Yeah, he's seven yeah. foot, five hundred pounds. He, that actually works in your favor. It's he was tall, it's easier to get under him. Okay. I the guy from from Austria. I weighed four hundred and fifty pounds. And but he was only about six one, so you had to get way down. But that was back in 1983, right before I went to WWF and started working. Probably what got me my job up there. So I had a match with this guy in Europe for the championship and had the best match anybody said they ever seen him have. And uh, he called. He called Vince personally and told him. Yeah, got to get this guy. Nice, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and they did. Next thing you know, we cooked up Brutus Beefcake and uh, was off to the races. Yeah, and then of course, then the barber came along uh, not too not too long after that. So, um, uh, well, we're just about to wrap up here, so you can get get on your way. But uh, just curious, um, after ChaseCon, what's next for Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Well, just that's uh, that's April. Um, you know, I got a lot of shows. I mean, not a lot, but I got some shows and doing a. I'll be in San Jose before WrestleMania, hanging out, uh, signing some autographs out there. I'll be in uh, ChaseCon. Probably uh, might be going to London for uh, four or five days for uh, Comic Con in London. That's uh, nice. The, yeah, the UK, whatever you call it over there. And um, you know, there's uh, there's you know, the one couple coming up in Canada. Want some more here and there and everywhere. So I just try to stay busy and, and uh, you know. Well, sounds like you're succeeding in that, and uh, we thank you again for your time and uh, chatting with us, and um, we're going to see you uh, around the bend on the uh, 25th when we're down in uh, Saratoga for uh, for Chase Con ourselves. Well, I hope everybody comes out and, and says hello and buys a picture. Yeah, we'll, right. de- we'll definitely help get the word out. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. <laughs> thank you, brother. Thanks again, Brutus. All right, Ben. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks again to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Um for once again sitting down with us. It was actually pretty cool of him to take the time out. And once again, uh, come see us at ChaseCon, but 
Also, uh, while you're there, stop by Brutus or go see Brutus and stop by and see us. Either way works. Yeah. Words. Um, <laughs> speaking of works, uh, time for a triple A. <laughs> that was the least smooth transition in the history of this podcast. Um, at the beginning of the year, we talked about uh, uh, doing, trying to revisit some old segments. We don't use that much. No, we never for, did. When we, we first started the show, AAA was one of our first segments yeah, we which, ever which came up with. Which stands for uh, Awesome or Asinine App. And really, we either take some you know apps or web services, web applications, anything like that, that we find... Um, awesome or asinine. Yeah, asinine. Either asinine, and a lot of them have been asinine. We've got a couple of awesome ones for you this time around. And actually, the first one I was not familiar with until you brought this to the table, Mr. Scott. And, yeah. Uh, you've been you've been geeking out all over. In fact, you wasted, I wasted your, my you entire wasted weekend your entire on this app. Weekend on this app. So you uh, have familiarity with it. Yeah, so um, Twitter came out with its answer to the social streaming app Meerkat, which was an indie-funded app that allowed you to set up uh, any kind of streaming from your mobile device, Android or iPhone, um, and basically set up a time and a place and shoot out on Twitter that this is going to happen, and then you can go see a live stream of something. Uh, Twitter's response to it was to set up an app that links to Twitter directly and allows you to watch other people's live streams and create your own in real time, on the fly, any moment, right. anywhere, anyhow, and it may not sound like the most amazing thing ever, but if you think about the progression of video, we started with shoot a video, produce it, throw it on YouTube, hashtag it, let's see if that gets there. Yeah, to, that was the very that was that the, was the dawn of any that, film whatsoever. That was the I'm dawn glad of you're starting, internet I'm film. Glad, internet I'm glad film. you're starting at the beginning, Scott. Internet film. Love your history, buddy. Internet film. I'm Boy. sticking with my. I'm sticking to my guns. Yeah, as long as you. Jack the word internet in there, we're fine. Now, if you move forward from uh, YouTube, the next natural progression was uh, Vine, where you shoot 10-second looping videos, and some people had a lot of fun working within the concept of, can you make a creative loop, or can you get something like a 5-second to 10-second like comedy routine down? It, it really. I, saw, I thought Vine was going to be the dumbest thing, and I still think it mostly is, but when people do good Vines, right? Yeah. They're fucking awesome. Because good Vines are great. Because, you're, because it's the format that makes the comedy like if it wasn't for the it's not that you're trying to slam you work with your limitations it. yeah and it actually makes you create things based on the limitations which yeah. actually is in turn what makes it funny exactly and now the next step forward is if making a 10 second video and uploading it instantly to an app wasn't good enough now we have live streaming apps and periscope is the one we're talking about yeah because i want to be able to see into everybody's mundane who gives a shit life all you the know, time. That's what even, a lot of it is, too. I might even waste a, an entire weekend doing that someday. I wasted from Friday until today, and I'm probably going to keep wasting it <laughs> on Periscope, which is a Twitter app. And literally all you do is you sign up using one of your Twitter accounts, if you have more than one, or your main one. And you can look at up to, I think it's 10 or 12 live streams happening at any given moment. You can refresh them. There's no search engine, so you can only look at those ones happening at the moment. And um, that's it. And if you at any moment decide you want to live stream something, you simply give it a title, you press record, and you're suddenly live streaming. It's that easy. And I'm trying to think of some of the fun stuff I saw this weekend. And it may not sound fun until you're actually in the moment, like, participating. Mm -hmm. um, I talked to a bunch of Australians on a train who are going around the country for, uh, what is it, Barnum & Bailey's Circus? Uh it, the the modern day version yep. of that. Yeah. Is it still Barnum and uh, Bailey? I mean, I have no idea, but I know that it used to There's be. one of those big circus troops that goes around. There were, yeah. th there were a train car full of uh, Australians with that troop, and they were just live streaming, getting drunk on the train. 
And I don't know. I can't think of any great examples that you wouldn't think of off the top of your own head. Like, what would you imagine Why? you'd see? I suppose off the, off the top of somebody else's yes. head. <laughs> Just, like, standing on somebody's head, be like, so I have to think here. But the idea behind this is kind of genius. I mean, uh, we've... I want to I want to phrase this in a way that makes sense, but it's like chat roulette in the sense that it's an awesome communication tool for live communication. Right. But much like chat roulette, everyone I know who uses it or who knows about it has immediately said, "When are there going to be that endless is, parade of dicks? When is the, when are the dicks coming to the yeah, party? Endless man? parade of dicks. What, some for some people that's a question to ask because they're like, "Oh, great, the dicks are here again." And some people it's like, "Oh, great, the dicks are here again." Yep. And I, I, tone. Did, I did see my first dick uh, yesterday on it. I liked the fact that you apparently had never <laughs> seen your own dick because uh, your first dick. You never count your own, or I'm sorry, internet dick. Because you, know, you gotta put that in your context where everything only exists. Well, in the exactly. Internet. You don't count your own because you you would have lost your virginity the first time you masturbated. Then, if you count your own dick, you don't count your own in anything. Well, no, but I wouldn't count losing my virginity if I jacked somebody else off, though. True. I would say I jacked off my first dick. I guess that that would be it. I, I guess if, yeah. if I said I jacked off my first dick today, I might uh, just assume today. You're talking about your yeah. I, I would of, assume of that was your first one today of like, the day within yeah. a twenty four hour period. Yeah, just of the day of or of maybe today. maybe just your waking day since, since <laughs> like seven on. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of my uh, dicks are jacked between like you know midnight and four. That's when the fun the fucking happens. So uh, I consider that the the previous days I've been awake up through that. So that's actually the previous days dicks that goes into the dick counter for that day. Right. So um. The app Periscope, we are on it as the podcast. If you want to look for us, we're uh, Lost at Home Podcast, and you can actually friend us on there. And if you're one of the people who allows push notifications to happen, anytime we decide to live stream, if we're together doing a podcast, or if we're together not doing a podcast, or not together, doing or if we're not together not doing anything else podcast. but a podcast, yeah, I'm gonna, um, I you'll get I'm, notifications on us. I personally am gonna bring some uh, dicks to the party. Uh, you might be you might be seeing my dick pop up as Lost at Home podcast. I'm actually going to test out the app right now with Jeremiah because we have not done this together yet. Oh, um, I'm trying to take my dick out. Uh, uh, well, you just said the words that I think I'm going to use. Uh, dick party. Okay. Exclamation yeah. points or none or dot dot dots. What do you think is more applicable to the situation? Oh, geez, hearts. Louise. Hearts. Hey, well, uh, yeah, do what you want. Man. How about a how about a train and a hamster and a skull? Yes, perfect. Okay. That, that I mean, that, that's a party, man. That's, that's when. You, it will run a train if, like through the if you're, ger- if you're gerbling a dead person on a train it's always a party um yep. we're live right now on the app but i gotta say i don't think anyone's going to connect because there's a glitch with the app as of about three hours ago where no one's views are showing up so you can't tell which feeds are popular and, and popularity to, matters just like fair to everybody life. as we're recording this it's about what four days old right the app's about four days old i mean public and publicly anyway yeah how did you refer to it a public beta I always consider it's yeah, almost how it feels because it usually have in the glitches. first six six months to uh, a year you're sort of just early adopters are sort of being like the test market for people. Um, although in today's day and age, I think six months it, like anything past that you're probably not an earlier adopter anymore. Really, you've got to to be an early adopter nowadays. You kind of have to adopt something within the first few minutes. Wait, yeah. wait, what was your quote? If you adopt early, early adopt, uh, adopt always get more. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a total <laughs> string of words. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, the app's just not working right for me at all. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with your internet here. Do you, have, do you have some kind of weird connection? No, everything's great here. I pay for good internet, all that good stuff. I mean, if it's if it's streaming video and stuff, it's obviously not the internet connection. Well, yeah, I can see other people's um, 
It would be uh, that would streams. be more that would be more of an app issue if it's not getting the numbers from the server. Then that's a uh, you know I can explain. Well, it said uh, that it gave us like a zip for viewers, but it also yeah. gave us like other weird stats. I was checking on it, but I guess that's enough yeah, on this. That, app. I mean, that would be coming from the server or not coming from the server. But obviously, it's connecting to a server, so it's not my internet connection personally. How many people out there want to continue hearing about Jeremiah's internet connection? Do do do. What Probably no one. Get today. I well, that's what I brought to the table. I brought the app Periscope. We did that, yeah. Um, I'm gonna check it out. I'm probably not gonna necessarily get lost in it. Uh, I'm, the streaming stuff doesn't really lose me as much, but a couple of things I was watching. No one's watching makes, you, by the way, even though it's pointed at you. Me, uh, it's fine. Uh, uh, or the or everyone could be. We can't tell. I really, it's, it's you fine. know what's really bugging me is is, is there's no uh, there's no bar here where people would be talking. So yeah. also, I I think like for all we know right now, people are blowing us up with questions and comments. Show us your fridge, which I'm is a common thing. That. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, show us your frog is a blowing, common thing on there. Blowing up right now. Uh, I'm gonna check it out. I think some of the pop screen. some of the stuff that uh, that you showed me earlier makes me maybe want to masturbate to it. I mean, uh, look at it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know there there are um, you know various people saying things to the the, the camera that I don't really care to hear. Mostly not because they're like offensive or anything. They're just really boring. No, but we're going to be using this app in the future. So uh, if anyone out there is listening, Periscope is going to be one of those like Vine type big apps for like the next month, maybe before it fades. You're going to be able to see a lot uh, of stuff happen, which is going to actually open up cool possibilities to like see shit that just is like fucked up and somebody happens to screen grab it or something. But it's all so random until they make a search engine or something like you yeah. would only randomly. That's see what I mean. Cool That's, but, so it is going to we are going to see stuff that are like. The uh, the periscope finds of the week on these you know blogs and, and that was actually I hinted earlier at the dark side of it because like my coworkers had mixed opinions and they actually were like when does when does the first school shooting happen where you're watching it live streamed on an iPhone oh fuck yeah That's you know what dark. I mean like, there's some dark about, there's some dark things that could happen with this but here I'm thinking about tits and dicks and they're you, thinking about dark yeah. shit but we are gonna use it when we go to ChaseCon uh, at the convention we're actually gonna live stream on it quite a bit so yeah. uh, look forward to that at the end of April so. Uh, in the meantime, Jerry, you brought another uh, asinine or awesome app. Yeah, this one actually is, it's, you know, it was kind of stretching the definition of app, but I thought it was funny enough to to bring to the table. It's really more of a web service um, that you, you know, you can go to like, uh, you know, Fiverr and stuff like that and get, you know, little random tidbits. This one's very specific. Um, for $25, if you have an enemy, and this could be like a corporate enemy or a business. Wait, uh, I enemy. have an enemy? How does this affect me? Well... If you would like to, uh, they will design a custom logo um, from the enemy's logo. Um, this is assuming, you know, again, you're probably thinking like competitors is really the way Like I the think Japanese about. flag. Yeah. They will turn it into a penis. So it would be a red penis in the middle of a white backdrop. Yes, exactly. And, and they show, I hate Japan. They show some of the way, I can tell. Uh, we were talking about your racism, your it just terrible, terrible racism earlier. I today. actually don't hate Japan. I went to a store called Toy Tokyo the other day, specifically because oh. they only had Japanese import toys. That's like how people who have black friends can't be racist. Exactly. Hey I man, went, I can't, I I can't went be I to a racist. Japanese toy store once. Yeah. I can't be racist. <laughs> I can't be racist. <laughs> uh, man, I have a Japanese toy store. So people have created like Coca-Cola and a dildo instead of Adidas. And I also have a black friend. I know. I, I, I met him. <laughs> I have more than one. Stop playing coy. Oh, I did. I did beat. Actually, keep playing koi. I like the way you did it. <laughs> yeah, play koi for me. Play koi harder. Um. So yeah, for twenty five bucks, they will pretty much you send them the logo you want turned into. It's not just turned into a dick. They cleverly put uh dicks into the existing logo 
and kind of like sometimes not so hidden, sometimes uh, hidden, and sometimes they'll even change the name of the uh, company to uh, reference penises. So just thought that was worth noting out there in case anybody wants. You can go to uh, penised.com, so P-E-N-I-S-E-D.com. You penis something, it's now turned into uh, an action, a, yeah. a verb. You know, I actually went there earlier to check out the site, and I got to say I love some of the, the mock-ups they had. Yeah, no, they're great. Some of them are actually pretty fun. Yeah, but um, this is one of those visual aspects of the podcast that you probably would best be served uh, going directly to the website if you're listening to this right now, or just going to the Lost at Home Podcast dot com. I like that. Uh, drop, drop the the though. It's Lost at Home Podcast dot com. Yes, they, uh, yeah. that is our main website. And if you actually click on each week's story uh, show, you will see below it show notes, which are kind of in depth. Uh, for most shows, yeah. we have pictures, links, and sometimes even story excerpts. Yeah, and and so and, so, and we we have uh, like. I don't know how much you do necessarily embedded video other than some of the, um, you know, audio clips of music, stuff like that. But we also have a YouTube channel. If you don't do that, then we can, you know, we link straight to our YouTube channel if we have certain uh, things that we're talking about, like music videos and such. I haven't done that in so long. I really need to get back on that. I used to go to every video that we talked about on our show and purposely like it so it showed up on our feed. But I haven't in a while. I actually have been ignoring our YouTube page hard. Oh, wow. Hard. Hard. All right. Well, that does it for me for that. Uh, I I believe it's time for a segment we actually brought back just last week or a couple weeks ago. Brought back? You mean Heropreeze? Yes. Ah, All right. I mean, brought back in that we, I think we'd only used it once before. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Hero Prize this week. I didn't is, read this story. This is one story of yours I've not read yet. Is oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, this story comes out of Indonesia. Um, three point three tons. Do you hate Indonesians too, or is it just the Japanese? Uh, well, honestly, I was kind of wor- wary about putting them in Hero Prize because I wasn't sure if they were actually Asian. Okay. Oh well, they'll be part of the con- yeah continent, I guess. But yeah. Um. So in Indonesia, uh, police burn three point three tons of weed. And this isn't normally a story that would make our uh, little neck of the woods, but we included it this time because the officials who did this did this burning of this illegal substance in their country. I only say that because it's almost legal in this country. In some places it is. The more you know. Yep. (laughs) Um, Because it actually blew downwind into the entire town, intoxicating pretty much every resident of the town. Everybody got big. Um, so some police who were burning the, the marijuana actually wore masks as they uh, set these uh, tons and tons and tons of weed in a pile on well, fire. I think they generally do, right, when they burn weed? Because that, I mean, as, as much as you, love, you, you think... love getting high, it would get you too fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and essentially what happened was the uh, the wind blew through town, all the, the marijuana smoke went down, everyone inhaled it, and people reported feeling dizzy. Nauseous. Uh, some people felt disoriented, like they were hallucinating. Finding and shit you never thought funny, like they, hilarious. Yeah, um, s- thinking you're really smart and deep when you say dumb shit. Suddenly, Becker, suddenly Becker found an audience. <laughs> <laughs> yes, think, that show's been off the air for like six years. Do you, but. Think, do you think Becker would find the Stoner audience? I feel like it's too smart. For weed users? I actually have never seen it. But I've just, never seen it Ted either. Ted Danson? Ted Danson. Right. Becker. All right. All right. <laughs> Becker on... He, you know what's really cool? Watching Becker on weed. Yeah. You know why? Because it sounds like Pecker. Oh, my God. So you would, clearly you would watch something because I, it sounds I would like just, Pecker. I would just sit there and think the whole show, damn, <laughs> Pecker. that guy's name is Pecker. You can't imagine that Pecker. Oh, man, I'm glad I found my pop screen. 
would have just oh wow we would have just blown <laughs> up this podcast about the pop screen becker and becker but yeah, yeah they uh they actually inadvertently burned weed so close to the town that they got an entire town high at yeah, once that's fine. which um i don't know i don't think there's a whole lot more to say about it it's just funny well as if yeah i mean fine i'm sorry i brought a bad story to the no table. no I, I think it's a fine story it's no if you don't fun. like my story Hey, how about this? If you don't like my story, come up Get, with a better one. Or smoke some weed and you'll find it funny, honestly. Oh, yeah. If you're – well, no, let's not encourage our users to, to do that. Only if you're in a state that where it's legal, in which case and, we're technically not – And over not, 21. We're technically not telling you to do anything illegal at that point. And over 21. And over 21. I believe you should be over 21. I think in, in most of the states that are it's legal, well, which Darn there are many. It has to be anyway, right? <laughs> Darn token. Darn token. <laughs> oh, I get it. Tootin'. All right. Um, token. token is like what you do when you smoke a marijuana joint. Yes, when you uh, a marijuana cigarette. Oh yeah, that's right. A joint is a marijuana cigarette. Yes, I, I'm I'm too up on the drug culture. I'm too old to know these words. Actually, no, there's probably a whole new set of lingo like since high school. Like I probably knew like the lingo I knew in high school. Probably. Oh yeah. Now now years. they're like I'm gonna smoke a fat dick. Yeah, and, I'm and just like, you'd be like that. Like, well, welcome to the party, and then I get arrested for showing myself to high school boys. Exactly, like because it turns out I just wanted to smoke some of a weed, and I said, yeah, I know, but I just wanted to show you my. Dick. And here at the Lost Known Podcast, we call that Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, show show, show uh, high school your dick Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, show man. high school your dick Friday. Yeah. Casual Tuesday, we mix it up. Yeah, Mexican Wednesday. Yep, oh, Mexican Wednesday is great. Where I show my dick to a Mexican. We call it Hump Day, and we dress as camels. It's confusing. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. We actually get our uh, stereotypes all fucked up here. Yep, mostly because uh, we don't uh, pay attention enough to, to to care. Rock hard like a diamond pussy Thursday. Oh, diamond pussy. Rock hard like a diamond pussy Thursday. Yeah, that's right. All those words yeah. together. Yeah, Rock baby. hard like a diamond pussy. I want to actually uh, that compliment a woman by saying her pussy could cut glass. <laughs> what she, like, I, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, baby, you so fine. Your pussy could cut glass. <laughs> that would actually be great to come up with like weird. Uh, and, and just wonder if they can take it as a compliment. If like their their mind is like, how does that possibly come? Oh, my diamond pussy. It's a high quality pussy. Oh, okay. He's saying my my, my vagina is of high quality. Yep. Or I just I I'm very disturbed. Yeah, like uh, like you go to a bar on Sunday and you're like, you know, glad it's Sunday because otherwise I wouldn't take care of you if you ended up crippled. And then you just wait for the response. We should create a series of confusing um cards where it's like to my special nana. Your pussy could cut glass, stuff like, like that. Pickup lines, like awkward pickup lines. And I think make, it's make great it to like get a cards card. against humanity. Yeah, but just awkward pickup lines that you piece together. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you, you, you get like a couple of, couple of cards, maybe. Yeah, and you you, you, gotta, you try to do like cards against humanity, where you create phrases, yeah, but right. you create pickup lines, and then you try them out on everyone in the group, and you see who would fall for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And it would still be the same thing, anonymized. So you yeah. somebody else is just reading these pickup lines. Yeah, like, hey baby, have you ever seen the back seat of an '87 Toyota Corolla? And then somebody, yeah, then someone yeah. adds a line to it, like, yeah. you wanna? My dad owns a junkyard. Yeah. And then one more line would be like, and he's away for tax evasion. Yeah. And I <laughs> and I swallowed a cranberry whole once. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could we could monetize this. I don't know if I've ever swallowed a cranberry hole. I don't know if I've ever eaten sea monkeys, but that's neither here nor there. What else have we? Are we not sure we've ever done? I'm pretty sure. Sh- oh, fuck, I've done that. 
Damn it. Oh, I, that was actually going to be a joke, and I realized I did it, but I'm not going to say it out loud because it sounds gross. <laughs> that is not for okay. the podcast listener. Oh, okay. No, I'm curious about that. We might have to go offline a little bit later while I'm well, secretly periscoping you. Do you periscope people? Is it a verb yet? Someone just periscoped me. But, no, but that's what I, is, it, uh, is it a verb Katrina yet? Katrina Lova says, want to see what's in my fridge, Hooters? Oh, uh, she's Wait, a, a does Hooters. she have fridge Hooters? Or... Yeah. Do you want to see what's in my fridge? And she like comma <laughs> Hooters. No, I, I I like the uh the, the bad grammatical aspect. She opens her fridge up and it's like, like a fucking severed torso in there. <laughs> <laughs> Those are her fridge Hooters. Yeah. And she actually just is, has murdered somebody and it's like like Oh, oh. It, it is the Hooters girl. Yeah, well I assume that. Yeah, the Lost Known podcast is classy as hell. Uh if you go to the Lost not the I gotta remember to drop the the yeah. if you go to Lost at Home Podcast on Periscope, uh one of the people we're following is a Hooters girl. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's been entertaining. She's actually not like nasty, gross, weird, sexualized, etc. It's yeah. just literally a Hooters girl doing weird stuff. Yeah, and you just like there's cleavage shots while she's doing other stuff. Yeah, you know what it might be? It might be your internet. You think so? Yeah. Have you reset your modem recently? I don't need to. I've been using the internet since we got here. Nope. And you did. You have too. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. There's definitely something wrong. Uh, no, I have not. Because um, I couldn't even see her uh, her live stream. So. Okay. No, that's too bad. Uh, regardless, no, let's working. move along the show. If you do I'm not gonna guess, mind, I'm gonna guess if everything else is working except for that one site, it possibly server issues there. It's probably their servers. Yeah. Um. You know, it doesn't have a server. I, issue. I work in IT for 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 a living, so I tend to answer uh, dumb shit questions like you just posed to me all the time. Uh, so, you know. Sorry to yawn on air, but wow. Um, <laughs> I love, like the timing was great. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to move into web droppings? Yeah, we do web droppings now. Web dropping. All right. Um, have you ever been to Obvious Plant on Tumblr? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Since about uh, two hours ago, when I first looked at it, because you sent me this. Okay. Although I actually think I may have, because that sounds really familiar. But I don't know. I think it just. So many Tumblr handles sound. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was actually a link I ended up finding on the internet. So it's not like this is my own find. Out you of my found own a cleverness. Link. Where else would you find it? <laughs> like on, on your the, couch, signpost <laughs> down the street. Just like a random eight, like URL kicking around. Like oh shit, somebody left a perfectly good URL <laughs> in this uh, truck stop. <laughs> Once again, I want to find like a like a like a telephone pole with a bunch of like band posters and just stare at it till someone comes by and says, "What are you doing?" I'm like checking out these links. <laughs> or to go like to like one of those boards at a supermarket when you walk through the, the doors like in between yeah. and just start looking at the board and be like hey sorry you can't walk through here I- I'm checking out my links yeah. <laughs> you, like tap tap them yeah. and swipe them and stuff and, and, like trying to like blow one up by pinching yeah, it like, and and it's just, <laughs> just tearing all the sh- fucking flyers up all over the Shaw's what are mall you doing? <laughs> I'm making these links bigger so yeah. I can read them <laughs> Oh man, this his app is crashing. Just like and you actually bring your own metal trash can next to you that looks like the the, the icon. Yeah, and you're like tra- <laughs> you're trashing. <laughs> you you look like a giant backpack of like all the icons there, like a floppy disk kicking around, or a three and a half inch disk. Fucking trash cans. Uh, a magnifying glass every time we, oh, we should do that something. we should actually set up a bulletin board somewhere in public and put like like printouts of like yeah. the Spotify icon and the YouTube one yeah it, it call it like the next generation thing like the next step <laughs> in internet technology is bringing internet to you physically tangibly and really all you're doing is going back and providing everything physically and tangibly I love that we just went on that tangent because it's so close to the first story of our web droppings this week 
Um, the site I mentioned, Obvious Plant on Tumblr, is a site made by this guy who basically goes around doing implanted objects that he creates in public. Uh, the one I'm talking about personally this time is he does uh, dust jackets for hardcover books that are his own original concepts and ideas. And then he wraps awesome. them around just generic books. Yeah, yeah. And then just sticks them into sections in libraries and bookstores to fuck with people. I, it's so I, it's one of those genius concepts I so fucking wish I had. I know. All it is is printing out a sheet of paper and because, wrapping because it around I would, a book. I would love to do that, but now it's just a ripoff, and I would prefer not to just do something that rips it. Because there are so many good ideas you could have here. Adopt, uh, adapt... And improve. Improve. That's what you can do. Yeah. Um, the example that we have right in front of us here is, so your son is a centaur. Uh, coping with your child's confusing life choices the by Dr. Is, Pinder Chips. Yeah, and, and I, the good thing is when you when you first said this to me, um, I didn't actually, I the first thing that, the, for some reason when it popped up, it like was zoomed in on the title, and I didn't actually see the um, headline until I uh, scrolled back up the page. Right. Um, so the first time I saw this, I actually thought, this person, because based on the title of it, which is some self um, self help books or some books that cater to my needs, I thought this person had actually found that book. Like in, I, I in started, a, in a book I started reading, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Somebody took like coping with uh, you know like a child's homosexuality and their life choices, and actually making it into something abstract, so people think like, "Oh, okay, I'm actually like." you know, in a way abstracting enough to get people to think about it in a different way. And then I scrolled up and realized it was a joke, but it actually, it could be used in that way as well, especially since George Takei is the, uh, is the fake quote at the end of this book. Yeah. I like that. Um, if you look at the back cover, this of the book, book isn't just terrific. It's centorific. Yes. TV's George Takei. Uh, it says, has a sorcerer turned your son into a centaur? Understanding a child's decision to go through the wizard change in quotes can be difficult. Author Pinder Chips a licensed family therapist and proud father of two centaurs walks you through his own journey to acceptance and finds and helps you find tolerance for your own child along the way. This book covers the myths and truths of centaur culture, learning to love unconditionally, the futility of asking them to wear pants. <laughs> well, how could you? What the Bible really says about centaurs and proper saddling and bridling techniques. Good. Um, this guy is amazing. I want to see more of his creations. Uh, he even does inside uh, dust jacket things, like you know, uh, like uh, summarizing of the book. Uh, another book he has is the Beginner's Guide to Human Sacrifice. Yep. A step-by-step -step guide to satanic death rituals by Lord Bing Shipley. Yep. I, I don't, topics include selecting a victim, how to draw a pentagram transforming your rec room or similar area into a suitable kill spot. <laughs> your rec room or... Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's great. Maybe your uh, your hardwood floor dining room, you know? Yep, absolutely. Uh, uh, correct Latin pronunciations for the common ritualistic death champ yep. chants. Uh, body disposal. That's a big one. Uh, acceptable murdering attire. Oh, and acquiring a cursed dagger. That's actually probably that's, that one's kind of like stuffed in the middle there. You, Do you think it's cursed or cursed? I always say cursed. It's, I mean, I, I it depends, I guess, on the context. It does. In I this, mean, like, I would this, definitely say cursed. Your house is cursed. Well, no, I think like cursed. Your house is cursed. Cursed. So that I is a like cursed I'm, object. A cursed. That thing is cursed. It's cursed or it's. I, I think it's the same, but I'm trying to make some sense of it in my head. But I think I just randomly choose one or the other depending on. the Yeah, context. honestly, based on context in the moment. Cursed dagger, like because it's satanic ritual, it sounds like cursed would be. Yeah, but I wouldn't say like, oh man, I just. Tripped all over the sidewalk and spilled my Jamba juice. I must be cursed, right? I'd say I'm cursed. Cursed, yeah, yeah. If I did that, I think I would say cursed to all thee. Yeah, yeah. 
This cursed Jamba Juice yeah. lid popped off again. I, I must be cursed. I think we just go, fuck, damn, and I turn I around and get a new coffee. And something is cursed. Yeah, it's a weird context. It's weird because it's kind of the same. Hey, you know what? Hit us up on Twitter at the Lost at Home and give let us, us know your thoughts yeah, on those cursed thoughts and cursed. cursed. The, the, the age-old debate that yeah. people are always getting into. Oh, and by the way, we may be getting the at Lost at Home. The Not the at Lost at Home. Oh, the oh. Twitter handle. I was going to say. Uh, to any of our longtime <laughs> listeners. <laughs> made you sound like that was going to be a great new URL. No, no, no. The at Lost at Home Actually, podcast. anyone who's been a longtime listener, and I know we have a bunch of those, um, you probably heard us talk a long time ago about how we wanted the Twitter handle at Lost at Home because it meets the show's title. Uh, someone else has it and doesn't tweet. So we were like, oh, gee, can we have it? And he's like, no. Just in case. But you know what I noticed? I wasn't friends with him, even though I probably should have been. But he wrote at us three okay. months ago and oh, said, okay. hey, I'll totally give you at Lost at Home, which drops the the and becomes a very clear, yeah, very yeah, yeah. short title, if we advertise his show on our show. Oh, oh, hell yeah. But okay. he didn't He didn't okay. specify what show meant, whether he has a TV show, a Broadway show, or just a, a one-man show, show in his <laughs> basement where he ritually sacrifices things with a cursed dagger. Yep. Uh, whether, that one I would be all about. Maybe yeah. he has his own podcast. We don't know. But he's uh, he's at Lost at Home. And to be honest, I'm so used to saying that the would be probably hard to drop. But I'm totally changing the Twitter handle Well, it does, well, it, well, it it. does especially since you, like, um, you, you do Lost at Home podcast. It's... You say the Lost at Home podcast when you're trying to pimp out our our uh, our URL, but, but then it's you not. Dro- but then you drop the, the the anywhere else. So yeah, yeah, if we can drop the the universally, and then the show just, would be a lot smoother. Then you just smoother. get rid of no the, yeah. and or no, so not you get used to no the. We'll do a disclaimer at the beginning of every show. Every link that we say on this show that starts with lostathomepodcast.com, If we ever say the, don't type the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or we just make sure to always own whatever the other one is and link to the other, the right one. Right. You know? All right. Um, let's move along to the next story. Um, this yeah. is one that you brought to the table this week, yep. and I thought it was pretty interesting. This happened in uh, Arizona. Just um, yesterday, I believe. And, uh, yeah, this is fresh. Well, yesterday, we had be Sunday when... F- fresh like her new titties. Yeah. All right. What's the title of the story? Um, okay. So, uh, pretty well, I, I wrote my own title, which was... Uh, let's I hear it. A, a woman... Helps men become boys at bar mitzvah, and it's kind of a good. Uh, no, other way around. Men become boys. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to take all that in. I'm like, wait a minute. I should I should have just read it. Uh, yeah, boys. <laughs> sorry, I think that's the way. That's not the way. Boys bar to men are back in town. <laughs> yeah, men to boys men. doing all that stuff, playing with the toys. Whoa, yeah. men to boys. Whoa, uh, men to boys, play playing with. Toys. Yeah, you 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 can just go on with the story while I look for boys to men songs on uh, Spotify. End of the road. Do you think I can find a boys to men song that one in particular without the lyrics? Uh, well, I mean, you'd go to karaoke versions. Yeah, but on Spotify. On Spotify, yeah, maybe uh, End of the Road is pretty classic, and Motown Philly. I'd, I'd try with those two first. Um, okay, Arizona woman. Um, had recently gotten breast implants and ended up to a at a Scottsdale. I don't know if she ended up there. I'm guessing maybe she was uh, invited uh, to a Scottsdale bar mitzvah or she crashed it and decided to show off. Hoopa! New- Hoopa! Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Sorry, I, mean, I was just Is at a bar that- mitzvah on Sunday. 
<sighs> I'm bar mitzvahed out. Is that really how they go? Yeah, they, they went, oopa, oopa. Then it was like, da 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 it was that. That was that's the traditional bar mitzvah music, right? A raped version <laughs> of uh, who did, we didn't start the fire. I didn't start the fire, Jerry. I don't know what you heard about what I did yesterday at that bar mitzvah. I did not start the fire. Uh yeah, there was a lot. Of there were a dead. lot of fires. I'm sorry, there were a lot of men dead. <laughs> They've become men. After Here, all. let me be clear. I didn't bring fire to that party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fire arrived. At they some would point. have stopped me at the door had I had fire on me. I'm not saying what I had in my pockets couldn't have for maybe ended up in the fire-like existence. But How do you spell acapella? Uh, it's two different ways. But Oh, it's, shit. I don't know either. A-C-A-P-E-L-L-A. That's one way. And sometimes two Cs. Um, so anyway, Arizona, Arizona woman showed up to the bar miss was like, yeah, I got these new tits. And she's 32. Um, and I guess after things slowed down a little bit at the party is when they actually started to heat up and speed up, whatever. Uh, kids between and slash men uh, between the ages of 11 and 15 uh, got to fondle her new boobs. Um, which I guess, you know, you know, you're becoming men. Well, they didn't just get to fondle her boobs. No, she no, no. offered to show her boobs to everyone. I and mean, when no one really wanted yeah. to see them, she brought these boys into her room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seven like, under private, seven privately, seven underage boys to fondle her. Um, and, uh, most people had either gone home or fallen asleep. And reportedly also she performed oral sex on a 15 year old boy who was the last to leave, obviously, because when you're getting blown, you don't want to fucking go anywhere, especially when you're 15. And I thought, hey, first to come, last to leave. Am I right? <laughs> first to come, last to leave. It, it last... makes no sense in any other context. No, Just right I, here. I, yeah, my he, brain he, broke I'm, I'm guessing he, he, blew his, he blew his wand early because, uh, in other words, why would you want to leave when, uh, when you're getting blown? Uh, especially when you're 15, you probably were like, oh, my God. And uh, it probably took like 40 seconds for him to... To, to bust his ass. <laughs> I was gonna you play an audio clip, but I, I I backed down. I backed down. This woman um is uh she well she's obviously possibly gonna get in some trouble here. And really, what I want to say is um to all you out there thinking about going to a bar mitzvah, and you're like, man, I don't want to go to that bar mitzvah. This thing's gonna be boring as shit, man. If you're ever in the Scottsdale area, man, just look up a bar mitzvah. You never know what's gonna happen there. Next thing you know. Some old cougar got a titties out. You're like, yeah, I'm going to pick that nipple. And then you're like, you know, hanging out. And she's like, you know, boys want to come back to my, my room. And I say, ah, I'm only 11. And she's like, I don't care. Squeed that titty. And then we go big. We had seven of us gangbang this bitch's titty like, for like fucking hours. And then we were all like, we got to go. We're 11. And uh, they well, they went home. You know what I'm talking about, girl. And uh, but this one lucky man, he, uh, he stayed behind. That man, his name... He may have grown up to be a man named uh, Jeremiah Johnson. and uh, His name was Spencer. Okay, his name was Spencer. Uh, Get it right. Nice uh, Jewish boy You're Spencer. You're doing the story wrong. Nice Jewish boy Spencer. Well, he stayed back at this party, girl. And you know what happened there. Uh, things got a little hot and heavy. He was pinching that nipple. He was just like, hey, you know what? I'll be paid a favor. You pinched my nipple real good, 15-year-old underage boy. I'm going to suck that dick. Nice thing you know. Boom. Blew his load. Now she's pregnant. I don't know how that happened. That was beautiful. 
I don't know who the heckler was. What the fuck was up with that? There's, I'm We're in the recording studio. The door is literally Somebody locked. walked by the closed window, opened it up and from yelled the street and yelled at us. I don't know if they're listening live somehow or what, but... Um, so, there we go. So, that, that happened. Okay. Um, you also brought the next table to the story. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really... Uh, confused people. They're just like, yeah, story. they like, walk into a library with a fold-up table and just set it up. Be like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to bring the story to the table. Not hey, the other way around. Hey, look, it's working. Hey, look at that. There's All a right. girl. You gay? I love people's comments. On, yeah. uh, we're, we're looking at Periscope while we're talking to you, actually. And there's some girl on here, and she's attractive. And the first time, the, yeah. the first comment someone says to her, "You hey, gay? You gay? You gay?" Okay, hey, and bro? I get how long does it take before show us your boobs happens and show us your fridge? Uh, you very sexy. Two hundred and ten followers for her. We got yeah. zero for us for our first try. Uh, that's it. You very sexy. No, nothing. Yeah, okay. Well, that's more, actually no, that's that's actually internet wise the nicest someone could probably be on a live fu- streaming app to, like, a, to an attractive girl. That's straight up like class internet class. If you're if you're the kind of person who uses Periscope, uh, nothing against those that. You know, oh, someone just said hello, and oh. someone gave a peace sign. Wow, maybe this is gonna break the mold. Maybe Chat Roulette was the last bastion of dirty, disgusting, filthy, Give us gross some humanity. Time, buddy. Give us some time. Oh, I'm gonna let it run while we talk about yeah. our next story. Let me, let, the next one's gonna be let's uh, show boobs now. Do boobs with seven S's, and then it'll be because believe me, I'm getting on right now to type it. Um, Do you love me? Which is kind of a weird left field comment since uh, I'm this guessing, is the first thing okay. you typed. Okay, if she's like ah ha ha blah blah blah, and then next one's gonna be okay, more and then. more beautiful and a thumbs up. Wow, this this is classic. They're actually they, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, and a dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> she showed us her dick. <laughs> Soccer girls got fat ass. Okay, there we go. Eh, we're, close enough. We're, we're we're start we're getting down that uh, the, the path. Now somebody else is going to be like I got to up that. Oh, it'll escalate from that point on. In 2 minutes it'll be like And she'll fucking exit. Your out parents will be fighting parts of you in the field for weeks. You're going to you're going to be my uh what? New fridge tits? My fridge hooters. Yeah. Fridge hooters. Yeah, yes. You're going to be my new fridge hooters. Um, yeah, all set. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, uh, reason? Oh, yeah. Reasons to punch old people, number one. They own a pussy dog. No, I like this not story. Not pussy dog. Not like it smells out pussy. Because I, when I was reading this story, it was long. And I was like, holy crap, what happened? Yeah. It was all stats on other people having weird instances in this town. Yep. Because of what happened to this guy, East like it brought up more yeah, or Williamsburg, I guess, right? The Williamsburg police. Department, it was in East Williamsburg, yeah, and uh, yeah. If you want to go into this, I, I, I'll let you start, but well, I yeah. want to finish. It, it started out with a um, an altercation, I would say, but altercation makes it sound like you're really two sides. A 65 year old guy was walking his dog. We don't. It, it doesn't uh, indicate what kind of dog it was that he was walking. Um, a 20 year old um, around. Noon on March 17th when this actually happened, um, which actually, oddly enough, is uh, the afternoon of uh, St. Patrick's Day. I wonder if it had anything to do with it. Um, anyway, this 20-year-old uh, uh, walks by and says, I got two pit bulls and your dog is a pussy, and then hit the victim in the face, causing uh, swelling, redness, and bloody nose, things that come with getting punched, I guess. Um, so the, the victim went to the hospital, and uh, uh, the, the suspect, I guess, is uh, about five and a half feet, 160 pounds, wearing a black jacket. The kind of person who probably needs to punch old people to feel uh, tough and own pit bulls, which apparently makes them more of a, uh, of a man because this person owns a pussy dog. 
Um, so nobody was act- has actually been arrested for the incident as of the posting of the story, which was March 25th. So I haven't looked. I, I tried to do a little more searching around, but there's not much about this particular story. Um, so that's the actual story in and of itself. But you uh, ha- went a little deeper in and looked at some of these nuggets. Yeah, I looked below at the rest of the stories. I, I started looking and at And it basically was a string of people getting hit in the face for virtually no reason in this town. Like, it would make me worried to go visit uh, East Williamsburg because Apparently there's nothing you to just do but get hit for, like, like so, random shit. It's so boring. The internet hasn't come to town yet or something. And they're just like, what else are we going to do? I punch people. I mean, there is there is something to be said about randomly punching people. I wouldn't do it myself, but if it was happening around me, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd probably stop it if it seemed unjustified, but a lot of people probably deserve getting punched in the face, probably, whether you know was, it or not. There, there was a, um, a, what is it, the the knockout game or whatever that occurred recently, then they, they started really cracking down, especially in, like, cities, Oh, New you York randomly stuff, punch people? Or somebody would, like, and they would yeah. wail them to try to knock them out, and it, it became to the point where they started trying it, like, more significant. I think we may have covered it in a podcast. Jeez, we've been doing this for so long, I kind of forget. We actually may have. It's been a long time. Yeah, some of these stories seem to kind of come around, too, on us. Yeah. I find that some weeks when we're doing these stories, I'm like, didn't we already talk about someone pooping in public? Oh, yeah. But, no, that's that's our shtick. That's it, yeah. We should do one specific shirt, by the way, for our uh, store on uh, Uh When you go to that page, you can actually see a, a series of links at the top. Oh, Podcast, yeah. audio, etc. Uh, one of them says store. We're going to hope yeah. to have some, some shirts, not necessarily the exact ones you'll buy there, but some shirts at ChaseCon, too, for people. Yeah, well, we're actually, we're going to have ChaseCon exclusive shirts, yeah. uh, different than the ones we're actually selling on our store. But if you click on the store link and go to our store, you'll see a bunch of items. Uh, t-shirt, shot glasses, uh, there's a baby's onesie, a coffee mug. A baby, too. Uh, and a baby. Yeah, the baby uh, comes up with... They the tattoo one. it. Yeah. With the... Uh, Personalized. With, yeah, unfortunately, with all the... Hope you have a, I hope you have a shirt name. Com and Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were actually probably going to put up some... Uh, <laughs> Personalized engraved. Like, <laughs> Personalized yeah, engraved baby. For, for my boo, you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a iPhone 6 that it probably built in China attached to it. Yeah. yeah, but we're uh, we're gonna put up some designs in the near future that are unique to certain episodes, certain tags, and there'll be like phrases. flash in the pan ones for like a couple yeah. weeks. You'll be able to get this limited time shirt, and then we'll we'll pull it or ones common yeah to themes. Like but we might actually do a uh, we might actually do like a pooping one at some point. Well, mystery like pooper that one, shirt. A mystery pooper, I think, has a lot of potential for a cool shirt that people would wear outside of even knowing who, what the podcast is because it's I, it's I agree enough. 100% the mystery pooper holds some some kind of like level of esteem where even if it isn't <laughs> us well even if it isn't us like they don't care about our show they would still buy it so the that, Cle- a Cleveland esteemer <laughs> we would have to uh, meta tag that like hell so people were finding it without even needing our help like no not even yeah, knowing but, the uh, show I mean uh, if, if you if you try to sell it on ours uh, like certain things we could actually also you know go and try to sell in other locations too i mean not just our store but if we had if, oh if, you mean if like we the had corner a of seventh and main yeah. yeah i'll i'll do that it's like i got crack in this sleeve i was already selling crack there myself yep yeah, yeah it's cool I, I wait that's how we met that's how we know each other from selling, selling crack on the street while you were selling well crack i was selling it yeah, yeah let's not let's not I make was, this story sound cooler than it is i was blowing people for crack for crack which is weird. Wait, i was you were blowing, blowing them me for crack. Which is weird because I thought you wanted crack and I had to blow you to give it to you, which is really fucked up. I'm a really bad I know. We drug laughed dealer. about it for so long and then we smoked crack together to get over it. And yeah. then that's how we became friends. And then we just like wouldn't stop talking. Man, sixth grade was weird. Uh, it was a weird time for me. Uh, well, I w- yeah, I was in fifth grade while you were in sixth grade and I was getting like, uh, it was just a little earlier that day. I had actually gotten blown by some 32-year-old at a bar mitzvah. I think it was a bar mitzvah. I don't know. I'm not Jewish. What was his name? 
Uh, his, his name was Bar Mitzvah. Oh. Uh, it, it was a funny name that they liked. It was weird it. that he tried making you carry him around on a chair. He was clearly not Jewish. No, he was 260 pound. Uh, that too. Yeah. And there was no one else there but you. Yeah. It was a weird fetish. Yeah, there's a 260 pound. So I, I want to see you strain and pop blood vessels as you attempt to pick up the chair I'm sitting on. Yeah. But don't touch me sexually or I will No, 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 no. He was really he clear was about, about that. that. He was hard about that. really clear about that until he blew me. And then I was like, all right, well, he can touch me. Well, that's me. how he paid you, and that's how you paid me for the crack. It was like a it's like a telephone yeah. game. It's like I have a blowjob. It, like, it was like a blowjob crackhead version of the telephone game. <laughs> Where by the time I'm done, I'm like licking your finger. I'm like, yeah. I got it all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm eating the crack. And yeah, then ba- oh, baby, that was baby burning it into your mouth <laughs> well, we were well i hear the thing we were bad at that we can be better at selling shirts let's go back to 7th and main and, and try this again yeah so go go to uh, lostonpodcast.com and look at the uh, store category yep. at the top of the page and you can actually buy some t-shirts for, from us uh they're pretty much as cheap as we could give them to you with the slightest hint of a markup uh i think some of the shirts literally we make like a buck yeah, it's pretty. We're pretty much like the we, we wanted, bit of time we, wanted, we took. We want to make sure people actually get these. Yeah, we want to make sure our fans are sporting our goods, mm-hmm. and we don't really care about the money. We we would like the money because it will help support our show. But overall, we want to get these in people's hands because it helps advertise too. Hey, you know what doesn't need hold advertising? On, hold, hold on a second. I just got. Oh. I just got to chime in here. Oh, Seventh and Main is in Bonham, Texas. It's Seventh and Main Baptist Church. <laughs> so we were. <laughs> Which is where we did all this, apparently. We did it all in Texas in front of a Baptist Outside church. Outside of a Baptist church, we were sucking dick and sharing crack. <laughs> so that's, that's the only thing that comes up, like, ten stories here is all Seventh and Main Baptist Church is, like, apparently pretty pretty well known. Wow. So Bonham, Texas. Glad I pulled that out of my ass. Hell, <laughs> seventh and Main and get some crack and uh, get saved by the Lord after. That's going to be my new Twitter address, Seventh and Main. <laughs> oh, great. All right, anyway, you were saying you were trying to segue... I was trying to segue, but we're going to just drop that and say Tinder hack makes men flirt with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, uh, a software engineer who managed to tweak the API of Tinder mm-hmm. managed to make 40 men within a 12-hour period. And they didn't actually go on to say whether this happened longer or not, but uh, they made 40 men flirt with each other on Tinder. Yeah. Uh, basically sending rerouting each other to each other. Yeah, and they then, had like a, a, a scrambler, I guess, which yeah. like a, a kind of you saw a certain picture of a of an yeah, attractive I saw woman. Some both shots. Both yeah. saw like an attractive woman's picture that you very clearly most guys would swipe right on, right? Is that what you? I do? think you swipe right. I'm not sure. You swipe right for good, swipe left for bad. I've never actually been on Tinder. I'm married, people. so yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I also I just don't know. I think it's I I'm just missed that generation where all like people nowadays is just what you do when you're in your 20s. You internet date and you Tinder and you. You periscope your findings and such, and yeah, you get blown by fucking thirty-two-year-old bar mitzvahs nowadays. You periscope your findings. Yeah, um, words, words is neat. Yeah. So yeah, uh, these people would swipe right, both of them clearly because they're they're dudes and they're horny and they see an attractive woman, they're like, oh my god, and you probably said that they were interested. Blah blah blah. Swipe right, reroutes you to another dude, who and then you start talking and. Uh, one of the funny things, I think that it's sort of a social experiment that the person actually did this, not just for kicks, but, um, and they would actually, I guess, interfere when it got, when it got just short of them actually like trying to meet up physically, because then all of a sudden the person would interfere and either pull the plug or just be like, not really us. Exactly. Um, but the, uh, I think it was kind of, they thought one of the funny, they were like, when it got to that point, I would intervene, but some of the stuff that they were reading, cause they could actually oversee all of these, um, uh, conversations. 
were actually like they it should have ended a long time ago. There's some weird stuff that that should have raised a flag to these people, but because they're horny dudes thinking they're talking to a hot woman, they're like, "I'll just pretend she didn't say that." Exactly. It's almost like they're blinded because uh, one of these they, conversations they are. They I was looking at dick blindness, not like by the a dick, but di- blinded by your own dick. Oh no, truly. Uh, there were several. You can be convers- blinded by other dicks, believe me. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, there were several conversations screen grabbed here. I'm actually Bloody trying to see if I can bring one up on my screen, but it's looking like everything's loading really do slow. Do stuff, yeah, we do. And then blinded by the dicks. Blinded by those dicks. Shooting all the gay porno bukkake gangbangs. Sucking out. That's me getting There, thank you, actually. That worked. Um, here's, here, here's a snippet of a conversation. Um, we have, uh, we'll just say guy one, guy two. Yeah. Uh, guy one. Maybe you confusing me with someone else. But I looked at my profile, and all the pictures are of me, and I'm a man. Man, too. I don't understand you. What's a man? You mean a woman? (laughs) (laughs) No, the fucking opposite. (laughs) Like, literally, there's some blinders on these people. Like, no, wait a minute. She's hot. She's got to be one. Wait, by man, you mean a woman, right? (laughs) It goes on, man, too. The pictures you posted here aren't your pictures. Is that right? Man one, no, all the pictures are of me. I'm a male, a man. I have a penis, not a vagina. <laughs> and then he go. Man one goes on. I'm confused by what you think right now. Maybe it's a language misunderstanding. <laughs> Maybe we should meet. <laughs> Maybe we should meet. And jerk this one out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's actually like jerking him off. He'd be like, wait a minute, this is what you mean by penis. Each one has a mobile device in one hand and the opposite yeah. guy's dick in the other as they try to work together to solve these pressing problems. This is weird because I'm looking at your pictures and it says you're a hot woman. But it, then I look up and you're just a dude. What's and I'm happening? trying hard to get laid, but oh it God. doesn't seem to... Oh, there it is. Oh, oh Brenda. Me coming your bomb bomb. My, my name's Brandon. Oh, why did you're I Brenda like while that? it's on your hands. That's, that's right. Mm-hmm. If all my babies are in palm of your hand, I, you're Brenda. That doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't make me gay. Words brought to you by the Laws at Home podcast. Uh, Followed by a uh, pickup by ABC later that fall, where it suddenly becomes Brenda's kids. Yeah. Learn the story about twelve million children sitting in the palm of Brenda's hand. Yeah. What will happen? Will she wash her hands? Will she not? Will these children grow up to become? Legislators and law-abiding citizens of the USA. If God has anything to do with it, all of them will. And they'll all go to Stanford. Yeah, my name's Brendan. I'm Brendan's kid. On CBS for some reason. Don't wash your hands. That's right, we have shows about cum now. (laughs) I've fallen and I almost washed my hand. (laughs) The whole show is her walking around with an open hand with like what looks like a plop of, like a ridiculously large plop of cum. Yeah. Like, she, like, it's actually been like, collected. It looks time like and time a half melted snowball. Like, honey, I've got another deposit for you. Brenda's kids. <laughs> this fella on NBC. Yeah. Hey, Brenda. Me Bre- home with my dick. Brenda, can you answer that phone? I can't. My other hand's already busy jerking off my husband. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she, she needs one hand to do lifelong tasks. And like, that's where the reality toast. show really hits, like, uh, is it a reality show or a sitcom? It's a sitcom. It's a sitcom. It, it, has a, it has a studio audience. It has a laugh track. <sighs> and during the opening credits, they bury the lead. It's her smiling as she's doing mundane tasks, like putting toast down in a toaster, yeah. uh, opening her refrigerator and looking for milk, uh, combing her hair. But it's all done with the left hand. Yeah. You never see the right hand. Yeah. And at the end, they're like... Brenda, could you give me a hand with something? She's like, my hands are tied. And she puts her other hand out and it looks like a plop of shampoo. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes, Brenda's 
kids. Brenda's She's got a handful kids. of kids yeah. and the Brenda's kids. She can't wash that hand or be infanticide. It's a lot like a genocide, but it's Brenda's kids. She loves each and every one of them. Jimmy, Jones, Brendan, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 16 million names on for like 10 minutes. It's uh, like too many cooks. Uh, Frederick, did I say that? No, no. It, it literally could be too many cooks. And it's just there like, with a, like almost a free, that, almost like a free freeze frame just like looking with like your eyes panning across like with the hand Oh shit, the you know what? We never we shot uh, a YouTube video like in a long time. This could be the next YouTube this, video. This could be ready because it would really just be that easy and then the rest is overdubbed. No, like yeah, like the first minute no, not even a minute. The first 45 seconds. Yeah. And then the next 10 minutes. Brenda and children. And children. Yeah. <laughs> you repeat. And really, it's just us going through like a baby book. Yeah. Yeah. Just reading a baby book. Oh, my God. But just tear the pages out so it's like randomized a little bit. Or, or just print a random page. Uh, okay. Let's not describe too much of the production. I want this to be ready to go uh, at some point. Well, this could be on that list of some of the projects we were talking about. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry. Someone told me on Periscope I need to watch. Ah, and it crashed. Uh, someone mounted their iPhone to a drone, which I was actually talking about doing this weekend, and periscoped live from a drone. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I have a drone at home that I made from scratch. <laughs> I have a drone. I have a drone. Well, well you know, because I'm pretty cool because I have a drone because, you know, I plumped down the few bucks it takes to get it. It's pretty exclusive nowadays. Actually, you did build yours. I no. built mine from scratch. Yeah. I was waiting well, for you to finish demeaning me. By scratch, I mean, by, you bought all the parts, put it together. I bought motors and wires and soldering tools and solder yeah. and clamps but, and but, tips uh, and nuts and bolts. But I don't know if you, if you saw this. Three, three, three fleshlights died in the making of my drone. You just, just say, oh, yeah, every man has to jack off while he's, a man has to fuck a sex toy while he's making drones. Why? Yeah. Uh, I, I was trying to find a joke there, but I couldn't. I uh, just flashlight. Jimmy and Parker. Yeah. And, and Paul and Sally and Phil and Jimmy. Did you actually see the thing where somebody made you know a toaster it, from scratch? You can Did actually, you ever see that? No. Sorry. Well, I was thinking of like the shampoo cum in her hand still. Okay. I was thinking like... If, <laughs> Wait if, a minute. If, hold if, on. Well, I think shampoo if the focus cum. is on it, so the hand is crystal clear. Yeah. But behind it, maybe like time is changing. Like you put yeah. it in front of a screen. Yeah. So you can have like the days turn it, it and also, cars go by, but yeah. it's like a slightly blurry Well, that's what I'm wondering, like depth of field kind of stuff. Yeah. So you actually kind of have to focus in on the unfocused part. Yeah, you set the aperture some so of, it's clear and then slightly yeah. more blurry. So Jimmy, you can see stuff. Yeah, yeah. Airplanes and puppies and like, oh, oh, that classic shot of the fox decomposing in a field. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. No, uh, I think I think it's something. We should do this. Let's continue. Yes. Well, let's continue. With that and for the show, actually. I was talking about that. But, I think uh, we only have one story left, don't we? Yeah, and then, well, yeah, and then we'll, we'll go out with our usual AV segment. But yeah, for, with web droppings, we got uh, one more, which is yours. A uh, man loses Home Depot job after getting ISIS tattoo. Yeah. Um, there really isn't much more well, he, to say I, to this story, he, except for the fact that he got an inside of his lip, well, in, inside, where it's yes, hidden, yes. tattoo of the word ISIS. Now, the thing is, though, he, it, he actually had it already. That's from what I understand. It's actually because... I don't think whether he got it before or after he got the Home Depot job is in question. It's why. It, well, it was his girlfriend's name at the time, but only he had actually broken up with her. So he had actually had a person who, whose name was Isis, had a tattoo on his lip, and at a party or a gathering, they were talking about the militant group. And he's like, ha, ah, here's a funny thing. Uh, yep. I know, whoops, this is stupid. Can't get this removed. Yep. Uh, and turns out um, 
that's not a good thing to show uh, people at your job no. because they're not going to necessarily believe you or uh, listen to any more of what you have to say because you have ISIS tattooed on your lip. But I Jerry, mean, you know what? Hitler had a lot of good ideas. I don't know <laughs> if he did. Now, what? what <laughs> well, I mean, people like this airplanes should about that? be separated from the rest of our culture. If you he got, don't he know got what ISIS is. No, he got it. He got it. Like he was already broken up with it. From what I understand, he was before, okay. First of all, you're like trying saying, to say he's so cool because he he knew he wrote ISIS on his lip before it was cool too. <laughs> okay, it was never cool to never going to be. Uh, <laughs> but, no, from but, what from what I understand, people like him person, need to be taken away from society. When you okay, tattoo first of all, a girlfriend's you, name yeah, on exactly. your body, regardless of ISIS, you deserve. Yes. You know, you're you're always going to make minimum wage. You're never going to be a, a provider to our culture. And, and I and I do based on the the fact that somebody based on the tattoo on the lip, I agree. with the fact is... It doesn't matter if it's on your bicep, your cock, your lip, your asshole. If you write a girlfriend's name on your body... and pretty stupid. Girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. You're a fucking retard. Yeah. Okay, I can, I can you're barely retarded understand. If I can, you do I, it with your wife. Yeah. Okay, the only thing it's allowed for is your kids. Because your kids... Yep. You will, you will always... They will always be your kids. Your kids and your favorite flavor of Pop-Tarts. Yeah. That's it, because that's never going to change, and your kids are never going to leave you unless they that's die right. before you, which that's is why the way I, God intended. That's why I got plain tattooed on my uh, love plain Pop-Tarts. <laughs> plain? <laughs> yeah. Now with yeah. less flavor. Yeah, unfortunately, the person misinterpreted it, and they actually... Uh, P-L-A-N-E, plain well, flavor. Well, like, yeah, they, they actually tattooed a real plane on there, Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's got to be a little more badass. So I was Did like, you no, at least some, get like, a put some... nine cat contrails coming off the backside? No, I actually put like uh, like flames around it, because like, this is going to be awesome. And then, and then I, Ed but, Hardy became a thing. And then I wanted people to know like Wait, that, like when when Tom I got Hardy. it. So I, I had no. to put the uh, the the date on it, which was uh, in September of 2011. Yeah. Um. So I just had them put 9-11 on there. And turns out that's not cool because I showed up to my job with a flaming plane and 9-11 on my arm. And people were like, what'd you do? And I'm like, it's my girlfriend. Yeah. Pop-Tart. <laughs> plane. <laughs> no, my girlfriend's name is actually Pop-Tart. <laughs> um, I Dude, just happened to like plain Pop-Tarts. Speaking of that, um, I couldn't believe the other day I was getting so angry at one of my coworkers. And I got to say, I won't get into all the details, but the situation, I thoroughly 9-11'd. I, 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 I won. Wait, 9-11 means win now? I, 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 I they're 11. <laughs> Hard. Uh, <laughs> 9-11 tacos? You mean 86, you fucking asshole? Uh, no. 9-11 means you get rid of your tacos, but to, to, to 9 someone's 11 means you, you beat them. Well, wouldn't 11 be Short 9? Term. It's bigger. No, I 9 they're 11. Why? Well, what does that mean? You lose? and That's a lose, loss in war. That's a loss in most things. Now, why would you... Why would you nine their eleven? I don't know, but it was funny in the moment when I did it. I'm just trying to think of uh, ways that it makes sense. I think I I, I, I like where you're going with it. I can see eleven. Yeah, you're right. Nine. I really didn't think it out very well. That was why I got a lot of confused, angry looks when I shouted. <laughs> well, it could at actually them. have just been something about the nine eleven thing. Maybe you know people still haven't forgotten. They, they were... will someday. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, but the real thing is nine yeah. eleven. Someday forget. Everyone's yeah. gonna forget about nine eleven someday. Someday we're all gonna be dead. From 9-11s. Possibly. I don't know. I think we put a stop to that. No, I think we're escalating with all the drones. ISIS. <laughs> what do you know? Oh, yeah, we were talking <laughs> about ISIS. Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. really so, all yeah. there is to that story, the, you know, honestly. It's, it's the, the, the 
a person probably shouldn't have lost their job over a tattoo, and it's probably a lawsuit. Boom, boom, boom. It is kind of shitty they lost their job over a tattoo. That is lame, but at the same time, well, I, well it, really, it, because it, what it's it, saying is, is he it, makes bad choices. However, the, you look at if, it, if if it was against company policy to have tattoos, period, and they went out and fired everybody with a tattoo, then they can stand up, you know, and be like, "Sorry, it's just against company policy. We can't have it." But if you're gonna fire one person over their tattoo, you might be getting in trouble. It doesn't matter what it says, especially when it's not actually targeted at the militant group. Because what are we gonna do now? Boycott Archer because they accidentally named a company ISIS, even though they took care of it in the current season. You know, they don't have a tattoo. What if I got a tattoo of ISIS because I loved Archer? Because that was the name of the spy group in Archer until ISIS became a big name. Yeah, exactly. And I love that they had an episode where they kind of yeah. quietly sh- like in the background. Under, in yeah. the background, they were just getting rid of the shit. And they're like, we work for the CIA now. Yeah, they rolled their uh, their logo out in like the background, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah, we we're not that anymore. They didn't even mention the word ISIS. Um, so, uh, but I that's that's good for web droppings. I did want to before we go into AV Club, I actually just want to do the uh, the later Audible um, role because those of you listening recently might have uh, gotten used to our Royal Well segment. Those were those yeah. were finished. We we used that for March. March is over now. It's actually technically not when recording this, but for the purposes of the podcast. No, no more Roy Wells unless you want to go hunting for his yeah. amazing work all on you your own. You should absolutely you could go back, listen to the, the shows that we um, had some tidbits, or just go search for them on Audible. But uh, once again, go to audibletrial.com slash lost, get a free audio book, free month of service, and search from any of their seven books. Um, and actually, the one I wanted to bring to people's attention, because there's big news about One Direction out there, and I'm actually going to get into that in our AV segment, but... Uh, it ties in. You can actually get on Audible, um, One Direction, colon, who we are, colon, our official autobiography. And that's uh, on Audible for $7, but you can get it for free if you sign up for a service. And uh, I wish there was really, like, something funny I could say about it other than uh, I think One Direction is probably kind of shitty. But um, uh, the, this actually brings us into the AV segment where I'll get into a little bit more detail on uh, One Direction. Um, how does the AV segment start? One Direction is a band from England or Ireland, and they sang that song about some stuff. They actually sounded just like then that. Then once they raped some kids. Part of that is not uh, factual, but uh, I might change their Wikipedia page to say that actually happened. Um, huh. What happened? Oh, um, I was looking in to see why Periscope was acting so glitchy today, and I actually found out that their competitor, Meerkat, the the other uh, live streaming did service, they, they uh, basically f- is dead. Uh, Periscope killed it in three days. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, they also uh, received $14 million in new funding on Thursday when Periscope launched. Uh, Jared Leto being one of the main From contributors. Meerkat? For or, Meerkat, yeah, Jared Leto, the actor who's playing Joker in the new uh, uh, series of DC or movies. Or maybe, I don't know, Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life. Yeah, well, he's going to be Joker. That's the next biggest role. So yeah. uh, uh, Joker and various other uh, partners gave them $14 million because they liked what they were doing. And apparently uh, Twitter managed to crush them in one day. Okay. Uh, wow, like completely crushed. Obliterated? Yeah, Meerkat looks to, as of maybe a couple uh, days from now, will no longer be an app, even though they've received hundreds of millions of dollars in funding. Damn, that's that's weird how the tech world works. Well, Twitter's got some... some Twitter's clout. got some definite They've got pull. some clout behind it, and if it's a better app, I mean, it doesn't matter if you get to, to me, the market they're first. different. It's not better. They're, they were both different services in a way. So it's kind yeah. of puzzling to see why one got crushed, but... Oh. But Jared Leto is going to have well, some I mean, uh, people... sweet, sweet Joker Batman money coming in soon, so. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so maybe he'll. I don't know. So, he'll he, so he gave. So he gave money. Well, I'm probably. I'm it's sure a tax write off or something. I don't think so. It's actually the reason you give money. I think is to hopefully make money. No, nope, he's not making money. So nope. he, he just lost it flat. You heard out. it first here on the Lost and Own podcast. Breaking news: We're better than the Daily Show. That's why we know these things. Jared Leto uh, has figured out a tax loophole. If you just give an app money, you can write it off. Really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know attorneys who don't mind breaking the law, you could do anything with <laughs> taxes. As long as you don't get caught. Actually, uh, Daily Show did announce their new correspondent. Probably old news by the time people hear this. Trevor Noah. So. I did see that. I have um, no idea who that is because apparently from what I read, he's only been on the show three times. He, yeah, he's been on ever. the show three times as a correspondent from South Africa. Um, he's actually pretty dry, too. Maybe he's different... When he actually comes on and like is a little, I'm not very excited by that news at all. Like I was, I'm, not, I'm actually, I was actually, I would flat out disappointed. I'm, again, yeah. it could change. I was actually disappointed when I wanted Tina Fey or someone or Amy Poehler to I, take over. I, I, I mean, I thought like, you know, even if it was somebody from the show. I know Samantha Bee is, is off. Well, I mean, she's going to stay Jason on the show. Jason Jones would have been great. Well, Jason Jones left the show yeah, uh, because he he's got a, he's got a new show with Samantha Bee coming on. Um, nice like NBC or CBS. Bee and Jones. Or um, hey Jones, we need to solve this crime. Listen, B, I don't need you buzzing around me while I'm trying to take out these uh, forensic bags. Okay, Jason Joseph uh, and Samantha B, if you're listening, if you're not, but if you are listening, fuck whatever show you are about to write and do that one. B and Jones this fall on NBC. Yeah, man, canceled. <laughs> Why do we listen to that fucking podcast? Hey B, what's all the buzz here at the crime scene? Well, there's semen everywhere and at least four dead toddlers. Damn it, B. You always need to be a thorn in my side. Ow. Boy, you're a real Deb B downer today, aren't you? Hey, I'm not the one that... Ki- why do I talk exactly like you? <laughs> wow, Jones. I'm not the why one. Why do you need to be down? You get it? Down Jones? Da- da- down, Jones. down Jones. Down Jones. Down Jones, yep. yeah. So it's a show, it's a pun-based show. Entirely centering around sex crimes involving toddlers. Yeah, which they never, they discover the crime, and then they never revisit it, because the no. rest of the time is them t- making puns about their own names. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, how have you been lately? Man, there's so <laughs> many one. cops in this crime scene. It's a hive of activity. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm really jonesing for some dead toddlers and semen right now. Oh, B? Yeah, she's my wife. Some would say, my honey. Oh. My boo <laughs> This fall on NBC. Jones and, and B. And double cancelled. So, okay, finally getting into some uh One Direction um had uh, a recent somebody from I don't know who the fuck any of them are. So one of the guys is like, I'm I'm not doing it anymore because I want to be a normal twenty two year old, yeah, with bazillions of dollars and get their dick sucked anytime they want by anybody. Uh, that's normal, but you know, they, they want to be able to relax and I can understand that out of the spotlight, but in England, um, first a little background, apparently, uh, they've got like an employer, um, services board or something like that, that you can call and you get some advice from employment law experts that kind of allow you as an employer to make decisions and, and whatnot. Um, I guess they got flooded, uh, by, calls recently when this member um, who gives a shit what his name is, fucky Mick who gives a shit, uh, decided to leave One Direction because it was such big news and broke the hearts of so many people. Over 220 people called the Employment um, Center to ask if they were if, if they should give compassionate leave to employees who were burdened and hurt by the news of One Direction. Uh, losing a member. Not even breaking up. Losing one member. I think losing a member means they broke up. No, they're going to continue. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So this he, is, he left. He resigned from the band. So and this isn't even news. It's apparently it's huge. 
and uh, because this member of the band left, and they're you know they're like a boy band, even though they're a band, quote unquote. They they it's kind of like somebody leaving the Beatles or somebody leaving. No, NS- it's not. Or something no, like uh, I'm pretty sure only different because it's better. Yeah. Well, I hope he actually has a lot of fun moving on with his career to uh, now just spend all of his time doing gay porn. And what? I don't mean making any, just, just doing it with his hand How do you his do it cock. making it? How do you have to make porn in order for it to be porn? He's going to be on Periscope tonight with his wang. Okay. Well, his little tiny honestly, British boy wang. Jerking off to his own like, music. Just, just no, like, to, to his band's music. But he's managed to filter out his own <laughs> vocals so he knows what it'll sound like without him. Uh, I, I don't know what he plays or if he's a vocalist. I have no idea what the band's I don't about. really. You know, honestly, the first time I really ever listened to One Direction is when we uh, decided to joke around about it for our uh, erotic fan fiction with It versus Freddy, or Pennywise versus Freddy, from way back. Um, Halloween era, or yeah, right? Something like that. Whenever we did that. Anyway, they got flooded with all these uh, questions, and of course they were like, no, you should not give compassionate leave to your employees who are sad because somebody left a fucking band because it's a fucking band. It's and, just a fucking band. I mean, yeah. all they did was fuck on stage live in front of 14-year-old girls. Quite frankly, I'm surprised they didn't get arrested and broken up by the law They're But they're adorable. It's they're adorable. Adorable fucking band. It's like watching puppies hump. It's adorable. Have you ever seen a puppy hump an embroidered pillow? They, they're they really confused. They don't quite know how to do it. And you're yeah. like, is their penis going to come out? Because it's, it's it's just still red there. Rocket, red rocket. Yeah, I'm like, come on. So I help them out a little bit. I tickle their balls a little bit. Maybe jack them off. A little jack off a little puppy so it can fuck a pillow right. And I'm, I'm a good Samaritan that way. So, um... Anyway, if you're too sad about uh, the One Direction news, or uh, uh, you don't get a day off because of it, because that's uh, usually reserved for family members dying. Yeah, so, and, and in Britain, I mean, they're taking this all in stride because I think there's a bigger poll. It's like a bigger thing there. But in America, if you try this, you're just gonna get fired and ridiculed. So don't, 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 yeah. don't, 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 don't. They actually they give pretty good time off for you know um, it jobs in well, I mean, not all of Europe, but um, better necess- some some in some places than the united states which generally doesn't give like paid leave for much of anything so right or it's not necessary it's not required by the government for you to do so as an employee holy crap is it snowing out now yeah yeah i well wow. you know what um why it's like we're in april almost and it is yeah it's a full-on snowstorm outside for the most part yeah yeah it's wow well by the time people listen to this it's going to be april it's march 30th right now as we're recording yeah and uh we ran long this week so we ran long uh, do you want to wrap we it up chop some stuff up I, I'm, I'm ready to go okay let's end the show uh tell people to go to twitter go to uh at the lost at home uh there you can uh talk to us about anything where we're more than happy to talk to you yep. we, we were fun happy check us people. out on periscope even go to uh lost at home podcast on periscope uh follow us there and if you leave your notifications on anytime we shoot a live video for you to see uh you'll get a notification and you can watch us live do whatever we're doing also go to loststonepodcast.com that is our main website you can find our shows there plus our show notes which include links to videos links to stories uh small write-ups we also do uh, the occasional movie reviews our album is slowly being built there before it gets taken down and put on itunes oh, later in the yeah. year we, we uh, do also have, our store is there we do have uh five-star reviews coming for a lot of people yep anyone um, who has put a five-star review in who's been like dude you're supposed to make them into songs for us that's part of the shtick for your yep. show uh next week's episode we will not be here in studio we will be playing an episode that we've been working on for a couple weeks now yeah knowing that we're gonna uh, be gone we didn't want to leave you with nothing we put it's gonna be the together, pre-recorded bits yep. and an, an interview with uh chase from chase Con. righty hour 
Yeah, Variety Hour. Uh, in that Variety Hour, you're going to get skits next week. You're going to get a bunch of these uh, songs for our five-star reviews. Yep, I've got, I've you're got gonna three get, of them, uh, I believe, to coming for people that are backed up in the queue. Yep, there's a new segment for our show done by our PR guy, Christopher Ball, which will be premiering next week for the first time. And based on our, uh, its reception, we may work it into the show proper yep. from that point on. Um, and a bunch of other fun surprises. There's going to be a lot of weird stuff in that show. So tune in next week. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but in the meantime, you guys all uh, keep it real and have fun, and yeah. thank you for listening. Uh, go to our store on the on the website and buy a t-shirt. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Have a great week. Fuck off, you dweebs.